The destruction brought by Cyclone Gabrielle has destroyed homes, businesses and infrastructure across the North Island. The recovery is set to cost billions and in some cases the damage caused will take years to repair and recover. In the aftermath, millions has been given to the Red Cross and today they've been working out how to spend the money that's been pouring in over the last three weeks. Well, joining me now is the Secretary-General of the New Zealand Red Cross, Sarah Stewart-Black. Kia ora, Sarah. So how much has been pledged and how much has actually arrived? So at this stage, we know we have $10 million um, and we know that there is money still coming in to support those affected by, by the severe weather and the cyclone. So that $10 million is already in your account? It's not just pledges? No, not just pledges. Okay, so what are you doing with the money and have you started to spend it? We started before the fund was even established and of course since the fund has been established um, we were swift to continue to provide immediate support on the ground to those affected. Um, Would it be helpful to give some examples of some of the things just in the last week we've been doing? Yeah, tell us. So um, combination of generators, fuel, VHF radios, satellite phones, bedding, first aid kits, clean-up kits, um, as well as dehumidifiers as well. So that gives a bit of an example of, of some of those immediate needs beyond the, when it was still raining. And, of course, we've had three weather events over this last month. So we've seen people not only be evacuated just once but many times and so part of our consideration has been how do we make best use of this money to be able to support those affected so we've done it into three programs of activity Uh, the first one is response and early recovery so that's that kind of equipment and resources that are emerging needs happening right now today tomorrow next week next month and we're able to move really quickly on those Um, already to date we've spent over $600,000 just on the needs in the last week. The second area is partnerships. So what we're really conscious of is not wanting to duplicate effort or find we're dealing with issues that actually were last week and not the current issues, but also making sure there's enough robustness around where this money goes from the generosity of New Zealanders. So we're working with others where it makes sense that they already have things up and running and this money can help. So Sarah, we'll talk about these in more detail, but just give us the third one. So response partnership in the third category you were talking about? is investment and that's about looking at what are the things that will take a bit longer to work through so that we're supporting communities for when future emergencies happen but right now we know the emphasis needs to be on immediate and short-term needs. Okay so if we can go back to some of that the list you gave of the generators the fuel the VHS the bedding um, and the money already spent about six hundred thousand dollars you started spending money before the donations come in so do you just take that off the off the money that's come into the account no we are not including the money that um, you know the cost of actually having our people deployed in, in those initial days this is about saying what's committed out of the fund so far is 600 just over six hundred thousand dollars and that's just in the last week so we wanted to be able to start spending the money as soon as we can because we could see those needs emerging out of the affected communities right so how do people um, get money is there a criteria? a set criteria, do uh, organisations apply or do you just decide yourselves? 
So there's a combination of things. One of the areas we're working through at the moment is the most efficient way to get money into those that are facing real hardship or where there is huge vulnerability. And the mayoral disaster relief funds that in many cases are either set up or are in the process of being set up have a set of criteria and an application process. And we're working with the mayors and their teams in local government to understand what the scale of need is and whether this is the fastest way to get money out to those individuals. So So you mean transferring some of the funds to mayoral funds? Yes, in order to meet specific requirements that it set out in our fund. So we said what the purpose of the fund was and in making sure that it would actually be able to support not just individuals but needs on the ground which could be, you know, groups of people or or whole communities that are impacted. Right. And on, on top of that, we are looking at what organisations are on the ground where rather than duplicate that effort, we can actually enable them to keep doing what they're doing. So examples of that might be we know that there are food parcels still being provided every single day to families who need it. So are there some of those mechanisms where in fact they're drawing down on resources and they'll end up having to stop that service without more money? We might be able to provide additional support so that they can just keep on doing it rather than us set up something in addition to Okay. So the mayoral fund, Sarah, if you decide to put money into those, will you evenly distribute it to each of the mayoral funds or is it a needs assessment? Some mayoral, one mayoral fund may get more. I think it's a combination of, of trying to understand where each of those funds are up to, how much money they already have in them, and what's the quantum of need on the ground. So we're currently doing those conversations now. So I'm not in a position to say, well, we're just going to give a standard am- amount to right. everyone. But I think it's more nuanced than that because the scale of damage and where the need is is likely to be different. That's what I'm anticipating. So we want to make sure that we're able to take account of those nuances. So, Sarah, when you say we, who will make those decisions? Is it a Mm. committee within the Red Cross? Who is on it? Is there any representation from the community? Who decides who gets the money? So this is a special appeal, which under New Zealand Red Cross means that there's no administrative charge or any costs that remove money away from the community affected. Um, It means that New Zealand reports those costs so that for every dollar that's donated, it goes directly to the community affected. Now, there's a, a kind of internal process that we have around how the rules of this work so that we can be really transparent. So it's, you know, it's all reported through our annual reports and those processes. To make sure we had um, the right kind of um, assurance for our board, but also for those that have given money and for the public that are affected, we've got a special appeals working group that includes um, an independent person who used to sit on our foundation that is providing advice in around the criteria that we're applying for decision making. And we've got thresholds of investment where above a particular amount, it actually needs a decision from our board. We're doing this in above a way what that... Mount, above what amount, Sarah, will it need to go to the board for a decision? 
So above $750,000, I need to take it to the board. Above 250000 I need endorsement from our national president. And below 250000 I'm able to make those judgment calls around the criteria that the fund set out, what it would be used for, on the advice of that special working group with the independent member on it. So you keep not a cent of the money that is donated of those. That is correct. Right, zero, nothing zero. for admin, nothing. Okay, zero. All right. So, in terms of dispersing the money, have you made a decision because you've identified individual needs and collective needs, community projects? Have yeah. you decided what the split will be of the distribution of that money? We're looking at the majority of it being spent across that response and early recovery and the partnerships um, areas uh, and doing that as quickly as we practically can whilst making sure that we're doing our due diligence along the way. So as an example, um, we've got a psychosocial uh, first aid training for civil defence emergency management, council and health personnel being rolled out from today to help them support clients or members of the public that are already affected from this emergency be able to support them with the level of distress that they are already experiencing. So in the next week, we'll have trained up 100 people, 100 staff to to do that. Now, that means we're able to move fast. We're able to make those kind of decisions where it makes just good practical sense rather than actually slowing the process down and finding that there are delays into that community. We're almost out of time, Sarah, but I just want a couple of quick answers that people will be curious about. In terms of transparency, do they have to wait for an annual report or are you going to have some kind of rolling disclosure where people can say, okay, Red Cross has spent two of the $10 and this is what it's gone on? Yes, we're going to provide regular reporting publicly on what the money is being spent on and being able to provide those updates both for those that have been impacted on the ground but those who actually have been How incredibly regular, generous. Sarah? How regular, Sarah? We're, we're looking at at least fortnightly to start with. It may even be more frequently than that. We're just working that through. Okay. And of the $10 million or so that you've got, have you yes. actually spent a cent of that money yet? Yes, so just over $600,000. 600, yeah, yep. has come from that. All right. That's correct. Really appreciate your time, Sarah. Thank you for joining us. That is Sarah Stewart-Black, who is the Red Cross's Secretary-General there, talking about how they are going to distribute the funds that have been donated. 2101 on text. If you've got any thoughts on that, or tweet us at Checkpoint RNZ.